Good everyone, welcome to another episode of ANZ Salesforce Podcast. Today I have with me a very special guest, Ben Edwards, who is a CTA. Um, he's a celebrity in New Zealand's Salesforce space. Uh, he's a partner at Deloitte. Um, so today, Ben and I, we're going to talk about CTA. Um, so welcome to my show, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. So let's start with CTA, right? I'll pretend I have no idea about CTA. So what is CTA? Um, that's a good question. I get asked that a lot by non-Salesforce people. So CTA is, um, well, stands for the Salesforce Certified Technical Architect Certification. Um, it's effectively the top level certification that you can achieve within Salesforce. I mean, one of the reasons it's quite special is it's quite rare. Um, I think it's sort of three or 400 people in the world globally have it. So it's a very challenging, very tough and quite a unique suit to achieve. But that also makes it um, quite special and quite unique as well. But yeah, I just sort of describe it as the, the highest level of certification that one can achieve in, in the Salesforce space. Right. So the, does that mean that, uh, you know, someone needs to invest a lot of time to prepare for CTA? I mean, so according yeah. to you, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, time-wise for the cert, I mean, short answer, yes. I mean, long answer kind of depends, obviously. Um, what worked for me, I mean, just to put some numbers on it, I think you'd always need to plan maybe, well, there's obviously years of experience and all the certifications that lead up to the CTA exam. So I'm kind of only talking from, let's say you've got all your designer certs and you're ready to sit CTA. I feel like you'd need to know you're going to sit CTA maybe three months out from that exam. I mean, the time required to prepare is really depending on, I guess, what level you're starting at. But I would at least recommend doing sort of five plus practice exams or, or sort of mock review boards. Um, each of those take about four hours. Um, Study-wise, easily doing a couple hours a, a day, sort of three to two months out. And then within a month, um, I was pretty much doing half days at work, so sort of four hours a day sort of study. So those were kind of my numbers. I mean, different people start from different places and either need more or less than that but definitely sort of the month leading up to it it was for me it was taking time off work i'm um, working half days taking two weeks off you know that's like so pretty sort of dedicated time to it um it depends how much spare time you have as well at home but at that stage i was looking to sort of use work time to to study as well so yeah and then i mean most people are sort of five years plus in the Salesforce industry before they even attempt CTA. But, um, you know, there's, there's obviously exceptions and people have done it much sooner. Um, but again, it depends what sort of um, level you've come into Salesforce and, you know, what sort of projects and work you've been doing as well. Right. So the I guess the prerequisite, right, uh, is uh, to take system architect and then application architect. And, yeah. and when you prepare for the certification, um, and I guess you will get an opportunity to learn the ecosystem in a very efficient way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I do understand that CTA is just not only uh, about technical aspect. Uh, they do ask different things, right? Your design skill, uh, your modeling skills, presentation skills. So do you recommend, uh, you know, any specific uh, things a person should go through? Like, for instance, I do understand that CTA specifically focuses on Salesforce, but do they test you on a presentation skills or the way you, you know, do yeah. your slides? And... I guess there's, the CTA is made up of two, well, this is a simplistic view, but I guess two core parts to me. One is Salesforce knowledge. So 
that's literally just learning everything there is about Salesforce, you know, all the clouds, um, all the different functionalities, capabilities, things like that, all the way through to licensing. Um, so to me, that's just the knowledge element. So that's a lot of reading, a lot of theory, um, most of information is in trailhead white papers. Like, is that whole just consumption of knowledge piece and just knowing everything about Salesforce? The other part to me is like, I guess the mock exam. So there's kind of two key elements to that. One is being able to read a bunch of requirements and build a solution very quickly, an accurate solution. And then two is the presentation and, and the Q&A. So not to say you need sort of you polished presentation skills, but you definitely need to be able to sort of talk through your solution, either defend it or justify it, or even be willing to change stuff or accept things are wrong. And then sort of having the, I guess, the armory of, of things in your back pocket to, to suggest and back up as well. So presentation skills definitely, but a big element of that is just being able to consume requirements, convert to a solution, build a solution and present it back. Like I think if you do all the, if you get really good at the solutioning part of it, then the presentation stuff kind of becomes a bit more natural anyway. You don't need to be sort of a, a polished salesperson to do the presentation, but you do need to be able to talk through the tech quite intimately. Um, and then the Q&A is actually essential of the presentation. It's um, a more probably natural way to um, to engage with sort of stakeholders. It's just more sort of like a client-facing thing where you get asked a question, you defend it, provide options, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, skills-wise, um, yeah, obviously retaining knowledge of Salesforce, but there's all that sort of solutioning part, which I think is key as well. Um, yeah. So I guess that uh, having the consulting experience kind of helps as well? Is yeah, the- definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I would say most of the CTAs are coming from consulting the consulting world. I know there are CTAs who are sort of embedded in clients, but traditionally I've seen a lot of them are either Salesforce or partner-based. Um, and again, I think I think that sort of environment means you're more exposed to different industries, different orgs, different like different needs. So you kind of get a breadth of knowledge across Salesforce. But then also, I think to your question, it's more around you know how to talk, engage with clients, and present solutions, and, and you know be in those sort of environments um, all sort of contributes to I guess the wider skill set for doing that exam. Right, right. And what about the other clouds, right? Non-Salesforce clouds like Azure, AWS, do they expect you to know uh, bits and pieces around that um, area? Yes, they, they'd expect you to know when to do stuff in Salesforce and when to not. Um, right. And potentially you could suggest like this is not, um, you know, this this large data manipulation or this very complex calculation or this um, very sort of complex um, process that needs to happen shouldn't be done in Salesforce. So, you know, maybe it could be done in AWS Lambda or, you know, Azure Cloud or like that kind of stuff, but you wouldn't need to sort of fully understand AWS or Azure. Um, yeah. For the exam, I mean, I sort of, I'd argue that those things are useful in, in normal life or all the workplace anyway. But yeah, as far as the exam goes, you would just need to know when to do something in Salesforce and when to not. And you might need to suggest an AWS product, but even that would be rare. And you wouldn't really get challenged on it as long as you're sort of suggesting, hey, this archiving, this large data volume archiving process, you know, should be done in something else, e.g. AWS. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Now, that's all great, right? I mean, CTA is, is pretty exciting. Now, let's say if I wanted to start, right? So do you recommend any study material? I mean, where do I start? I mean, do you have to join any, say, for instance, we got something called Flow Republic. They teach people CTA. Yeah. So, yeah. so do you think that do you need to go through a training program or can you do self-study or is it going to be a bit challenging? 
Um, I actually get this question quite a few, quite a lot from people in Deloitte. Um, I know Seb well from Flow Republic, so big fan of Seb, and um, I do often recommend people to do Flow Republic. What I feel, I don't necessarily think it's necessary, and again, it depends on the individual. What I feel it does help is it definitely improves your chances of passing, and it probably, right. um, and the reason for that is that Seb and the team and um, Seb's very plugged into the Salesforce program. And so they're getting sort of, I guess, potentially more inside knowledge, but also much more filtered or accurate information around what you should study and, and you know, how you should do your presentation and, and do that kind of stuff. I think Seb's even sat on the board uh, quite a few times as well as a judge. So, yeah, honestly, like it's not, I wouldn't say it's necessary, but it definitely improves your chance of the passing. Apart from that, I mean, nowadays I find the trailhead content is really good, especially for CTR. I think there's a trail on it. A lot of it just refers to different PDFs and white papers, but all that stuff's been around for a while. Yeah. Um, so I, the, the Salesforce material is obviously much better. Um, a lot of the comms that Salesforce share around what you need to do for the cert are much better now. It used to be very sort of vague and people would sort of sit the board and, you know, not have much context of what you needed to do. But a lot of that's changed now. So I do think the Salesforce stuff has got a lot better. I think and now you even have to do the workshop um, so 601 or there's a pre-CTA workshop you need to do. I right. think you didn't used to have to do that. Um, point is there are Salesforce workshops available now that, that weren't available before. So long story short, the, the material and resources available is, is really good now, much better than it used to be and, and probably still improving. Um, but yeah, I mean, Flow Republic to me would be that extra thing if you wanted to, um, I guess, just have a bit more sort of certainty around around passing, but potentially not necessary. Right, that's cool. That's good to know. Because the reason why I asked, right, um, I do understand that trailer is a great place, but it's it's always good to um, have a program where you can reach out to someone for, you know, queries and, you know, because sometimes it's very difficult, you know, you might get stuck uh, using Trailhead. And if you have someone, right, who can say, hey, can you help me with this problem? So perhaps I guess... Yeah. On that context, Flow Republic will be very valuable. Yeah, and I mean, what? Yeah, I think in any case, you definitely want to plug into an existing CTA who can coach you, guide you, provide you feedback. So Flow Republic definitely gives you that. It gives you a lot more sort of personal one-on-one engagement with CTAs. Um, but it also plugs into a wider study group where you know you're, you're plugged into other people doing CTA at a similar time. Um, so you can share learnings, you can practice your mocks and scenarios and place effects. So yeah, beyond just, you know, written content, like that is invaluable. So I would suggest even if you aren't doing Flow Republic, which will give you all that, you should definitely try and plug into an existing CTA um, or CTAs if you can, um, because you will need that. It's almost impossible just to do it on your own without ever talking to another CTA or getting some sort of guidance. Right, right. Makes sense. Now, this is an interesting question, right? Um, have you seen uh, any significant changes uh in your career progression after CTA? I mean, or for that matter, do you think that is it really worth to take CTA? I mean, given the time and energy someone has to go through and... I guess it depends on why you're doing it. Um, for me, it was too far. For me, it was a personal achievement. I set myself to do quite early on in my sales career and I just, I just wanted to do it. Like it, it was kind of like a recognition or acknowledgement thing um and I sort of sort of I guess in my own sort of selfish way validated potentially you know what I wanted to sort of be known for in the Salesforce world so definitely from a personal level it was something I wanted to do 
Um, I guess from a professional level, it really, really depends. To me, the value is almost in the company. Like, for example, at, at that time, I think I was running a small consultancy in Auckland. We were sort of 15 people. Um, getting CTA actually was a good better reputation and brand for the company than Westfield was for me. You know, it's a good, um, especially in New Zealand where CTAs are few and far between, it was a good to go to market with, um, you know, that CTA badge to say, hey, we've got a CTA. Um, at that time, only two other, there was only two other CTAs in the country. So, you know, as a company, you're competing with a CTA badge against other partners that don't have CTA. So it was a bit of a different yeah. channel from that respect. So yeah, from a professional perspective, it was very valuable from for the company. Um, and then, like from a personal level, it's just nice to um, nice to have. What I have found is that it accelerates, sort of open doors, or sort of accelerates the the trust. So, for example, um, if a client's got an issue or a question, or even with recruitment or talking to other people in the marketplace, once they know you're a CTA and if they know what CTA is, um, yeah. they kind of instantly trust you. They don't. You don't need to sort of build their trust and sort of prove to them that you know your stuff they're kind of like oh that he's a cta you know he must already know xyz um so that's just been quite an interesting sort of side um bonus is like it's just it builds instant trust or it builds instant respect in what you're saying without having to sort of you know yeah. build it all up and try and build that trust so yeah like that kind of stuff but yeah it's, it's a mix right it kind of depends why you're doing it um right. it didn't change anything day to day to be honest like it's not like you become a cta and then you get paid more or you yep. certainly do different things or you get pulled in different opportunities. Your day-to-day is still the same, but there's that kind of stuff around it. Um, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Thank, thanks for that. Yeah, I, I kind of appreciate the fact that, right, I mean, it's just a personal journey. And this, I mean, for me, I mean, I mean, I wanted to do CTA because uh, over the course of time, uh, because the reason why I wanted to do, because it's the experience you get, the journey you yeah. That's the, that's the main thing. Um, so yeah, uh, on that, the, the journey's talked about a lot, um, but it's true, right? So, for example, like studying for CTA, um, you have to learn everything about Salesforce. So things I never implemented, you know, I did learn CPQ, I learned field services, um, spent more time in Cardot and Marketing Cloud. Like yeah. just started focusing on all the stuff I didn't know. Um, but the real, the end result of that is that even before I've done the CTA, like. A customer will come to me and be like, oh, could you know anything about field service? Can you sort of talk to me about XYZ? And I can be like, yep, bang, bang, bang. Like, I, I haven't implemented it. So I'm obviously not hands-on experience, but I've read all the theory. So I can at least answer high-level questions about it. Um, and that goes for everything. Like, you know, you do all those certs, you learn all that stuff. So the journey, if anything, just gives you all that foundational knowledge around Salesforce that you just have in your head. Um, yep. And then even doing the mock scenarios, the solutioning, the requirements, the presentation, like even that's practice enough. Like, then you go and talk to a client about a solution. It's, it feels easy because you've just done it all. Yeah, that's right. And one, one thing I just wanted to ask, right? Do, someone has to be hands-on in Salesforce space to go to CTA or or can a functional consultant, uh, you know, be, aspire to be CTA? Or do you expect someone with a technical background, like someone who can code, uh, is a better candidate to appear for CTA? Yeah, I actually get this question a lot as well. So um, I guess a lot of what we brand functional consultants kind of ask, like, can I be CTA? You know, I don't, I'm not a developer. Um, short answer, yes. Um, you don't, well, depends on what question is, but you don't need to be a developer to, I guess, to do CTA. It's generally around architecture, um, but it is somewhat technical. You need to sort of understand integrations. Um, you will get questions like, 
um, you know, how to deliver this piece of functionality, you would need to still suggest, you know, a bulk, a batch Apex job would do this or, yep. you know, a process that will do this. So you do, do definitely need to know when to use code. You might even get questioned a little bit on the code, like, okay, what, what interfaces does that um, batch need to implement? And you need to say, like, batchable. But that would probably be as deep as they'd go, um, from my personal experience anyway. Um, so again, it's kind of like you need to know when to use code and maybe the high-level stuff, but you don't need to obviously write code. Um, so I definitely um, think it's possible for functional consultants, but you would still need to be like doing somewhat technical stuff, data models, um, yeah, integration patterns, things like that. Um, but you know, all of that's learnable without writing code. Um, yeah, I think the other question was how hands-on do you need to be? I mean, I think you do need to be, you obviously need to have a wealth of sales knowledge and relatively intimately, so definitely sort of sales service community, like the core Salesforce stuff you need to know inside and out. Um, so I think you do need to be quite hands-on in that respect. You need to know when to use Flow or Process Builder and they might even ask you some sort of, you know, what sort of flow would you build and that kind of stuff, which you didn't get a bit hands-on about. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's an exam, like it's theory. Um, you can still read it and learn it. Um, so arguably, you don't necessarily have to be super hands-on, but it definitely helps. Yeah, that's cool. Um, now, we have CTA board. The closest one to New Zealand is Australia, right? I guess in Sydney? Yeah, yeah. So, so do you think it will be better if they bring it to New Zealand? I know our market oh. is small, but... Uh... Um, honestly, like, I, I, don't, I actually don't know what's happening with online. They're doing online a lot of online boards now with COVID, right. um, which I think is still going on. So arguably you could do one online. Um, you don't necessarily have to go to Sydney anymore, I think. Um, yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, like Sydney's not that far to go. It's a three-hour flight. Um, you're already spending six, seven, eight, nineteen grand on on the exam. Like what's yeah. the couple hundred dollars to fly? Um, I just don't know if there'd be the critical mass in Auckland or Wellington to do a board here you need sort of i think you need three salesforce ctas um, right. so you'd end up having to fire ctas over and all that kind of stuff so i don't know i honestly don't think it'll make a difference to be completely honest as nice as it would be um it's not like you have to go to london or new york or something like that so yeah yeah that's right that's cool yeah that's pretty much uh the questions i wanted to ask ben that's been amazing thank you very much for your cool. time no no worries thanks for that it was um yeah that's that's good chat Cool. Thank you. You have a great day. All right. Cheers. Cheers.